Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, the first podcast of 2016. Richard, right now, there just to make sure. Just go and make sure. I've been doing. Don't know about everyone else, but is everyone writing 2015 scribbling out right with six or just or, curving it round? Yes, that's yeah. what you do. I'm still. On, I'm still on 2014. I'm still trying <laughs> yeah. to catch up, so I'll, I'll be there soon. Um, on the podcast this week, we've got Richard Hobbs. Hi, everyone. And we've got Rob Fletcher. Hello, everyone. As well. Do we all have a good Christmas slash New Year? Yeah. Lovely, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a weird month for all since the last podcast. So the last podcast was pre-Nottingham Forest, where we seemed to give away a valuable win there. Then we capitulated to lead to a 3-2 home defeat. Then the world is coming to an end with a 4-1 away defeat to Sheffield Wednesday. Well, since Boxing Day, three wins, three clean sheets, nine points. What is going on? Three amazing performances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were the best performances of our season. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about uh, the January transfer window. Uh, West Ham at the weekend. Uh, not in the Premier League, don't worry. We haven't got time travel. Um, and we'll talk backwards about... or forwards or both. Either. I'm going to say backwards. Because yeah. I don't know how probably, more, it's going to probably more lightly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Actually, it's going up. What a goal from Zubar. I'm going to tell you yeah. that now. What a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about Brighton and, of course, the return of a certain Icelandic striker. Oh, scenes. Ziggy <laughs> scenes. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but firstly, happy birthday to Kenny Jackett. Yeah. As recording this on the 5th of January, it's his birthday today. We've been trying to get his age, so I'm going to say uh, young 21. So, Do I go, I, I've got it in front of me, so... I'm, Look, it, I, I mean, I can guess it probably it's, right. It's, it's a quiz. Yeah. Quiz to start the new Rob, year. Well, Rob, we all Rob. know our last quiz went for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thumped. Uh, I don't know. 55. I'm going to go four by that shot <laughs> intake of air. 54. He was born in 1962. Which means he's 54. Yes! I'm not doing quizzes. Heaven's with a win. And in my first and only quiz, I now retire from the world's <laughs> yeah. quizzing undefeated. Uh, so happy birthday to Kenny. So we're going to talk about the game on New Year's Day. Um, if the term smash and grab was used, it was quite an understatement as Wolves won 1-0 away uh, to Brighton with a Golson own goal. Uh, as I say, we'll talk about the main man in a bit. Gentlemen, we all watched on Sky. We weren't away days. Let's, let's just admit that right now. Thank you, Sky, for once again putting it on telly for us, us um, people who can't be bothered to, to travel all the way down to Brighton on New Year's Day. But well done to all those that did, of course. A little round of applause for you. Gentlemen, overall, let's start firstly. What did you think of the game? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's summed it up. What next? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it isn't, you know, at the end of the day, it's three points for Max, yeah. isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean... Brighton have lost what two games, three games all season. Yeah, they, they, they game. went. They went on a big and beaten run, and yeah. then sort of went six without winning, including um, when they played us. But even if you you know you're counting that blip, they're still top four, and for us to get anything from there, however fortuitous, I think got to be a good thing. And I think over a festive period, or since we kind of capitulated against Sheffield Wednesday. Jacket has clearly just gone. You know, we need to get points on the board. Mm. We need to get we need to get wins on the bounce and try to get any momentum. Doesn't matter how poorly you play. Doesn't matter about you know leaving a phobia isolated or like having three shots in the entire game. Just get it. Just get us over the finishing line for until twenty sixteen. Yeah. 
and we did that. And I think um, we got lucky with the goal by Owen Golson. Mm. Wolverhampton born, isn't mm. he? Yeah. Used to be a, a product of the Wolves Academy up until he was 13. I believe. Oh, little factoid there, if that's true. Well, I've just made it up <laughs> in my head. I don't remember us having a lot of other chances. Mm. I think Brighton will probably be very annoyed they didn't get anything out mm. of the game. But credit to Wolves and credit to the defence for hanging in then. Mm. Um, credit to Carl Keeman as well. I thought, you know, when it was against us in sort of definitely the second half, we did stand firm. And there were points where they got through, but we kept a clean sheet and I know against sort of Reading on Boxing Day we won and we played exceptionally poor I thought but I think we kind of looked we're still not great against Brighton Mm. and I wouldn't like to say we didn't deserve to win but we did play much worse than Brighton overall I thought it was nearly a carbon copy of the Reading game Mm. I thought especially the second half where it was just every single Wolves player in the box yeah Ridiculous. First half, we seemed to play deep, but it was kind of that typical away side performance where you sit deep, but you counter. We yeah. did go forward and have some chances, and that led to the goal uh, from Golson, of mm. course. Nice little work, and then nice little work from Jordan Graham as well. Again, yeah. Yeah, another assist. Hmm. Is, it for play, is it for player of the month for December, did I see? I've I don't got know. It's nominated, for, isn't it? It's not for the football league. Is it for football league? Or it's is it for the PFA yeah. thing. But another good performance from Graham once again. Um, yeah. Nice work on the wing. Um, people suggesting a new deal. I think he's got. I think Kenny was saying he might have what, eighteen months left on this deal. Yeah. Um, but surely he'll get a new, a new one soon if I he keeps imagine. playing like this. I can imagine so. Um, I mean, there are rumours, but I think a couple of teams have been linked to him. Um, I think Bournemouth. I heard sort of down the down the rumour mill. But um, was it this summer he signed or last summer? Last summer. Was it last I think summer? It was last summer. Um, I think he sort of had a year in the under twenty ones. It was like a random academy signing, wasn't it? It, it was, mm. yeah, because he signed it like the same time as Donovan Wilson, who's mm. gone quite quiet. Um, what a Villa thinking now, though. Yeah. <laughs> what other? Let's have a look at what he could have won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say actually, speaking of Villa, Wolves accumulated more points last week than Villa have all season. Start of the season. It's a good start. It's a favourable start. Yeah. <laughs> Um, second half, backs of the walls, literally, for the whole yeah. half. We could have just dug a trench on the 18-yard yeah. line, couldn't we? Because the defence wasn't moving. But It Bright- worked. Yeah, it, yeah. Worked. it did work, didn't it? Yeah. And Brighton has so many chances. Mm-hmm. You just thought even after 55 minutes, it's going to come eventually. Yeah. It just never happened, and it yeah. was quite extraordinary how it didn't happen. Um, Ebanks Andel got him out of the match. How did we all react to that? Because... Let's be fair, Ebanks Andel has courted some mixed opinions over the last few weeks. Did he deserve man of the match? I thought he played well, but I don't think he was as good as Akimi. Mm. Akimi was some of the same. I mean, that final save he pulled off in mm. the 91st mm. minute was. I didn't realise how good it was at the time because it all happened it's so only, quick. Yeah, it's only sort of when you watch it back, isn't yeah. it? You... I watched it back and I thought that's that's pretty special, actually. Mm. To pull that out of the bag in the 91st minute of the game is something special. Ebanks, like, yeah, he, he was okay. I mean, he's, he's never going to be your. Bobby Moore type centre half is going to chest it down and you know knock it up the pitch. He's going to be I'm, I'm going to get rid of this ball and it could go anywhere. But I mean he did it very well against Brighton and yeah. all credit to him he did his job very well. He nearly assisted a fantastic goal for Brighton. Was it from um, what's his name from Man United? Oh Wilson. Yeah. Wilson, who had that volley that Akimi saved well again. Mm-hmm. 
perfect sis perfect little head yeah. down to it's us what you want isn't it yeah. what what you want Bob Moore than we think then yeah. I don't think anyone has also comp- tried to compare Bobby Moore to Ebank Sandell yeah. no that's not it. yet it's only because I watched that um, thing on Sky last night oh, yeah. the Monday Night yeah. Football thing right yeah. and it's on my head now that's yeah. the first defender that came to my head I'm in no way comparing Ebanks Landell to Bobby Moore. I'm trying to set the record straight. <laughs> I think we should now call Ebanks Landell our Bobby Moore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From Why now not? on, Ebanks Landell is our Bobby Moore. Um, who was the working man's man of the match then? Who would you doth your cap to and rattle your rattler? Would well, it be Akima? Mine would be Akima. Yeah. 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 I think Akima gets working man's man of the match, especially because he didn't get the Sky man of the match. Mm. I think yeah. he definitely deserves. Oh, man of a match. <laughs> I, I, just, I just think he's bounced back really well to the whole yeah. being dropped mm. uh, scenario. So I think he's done ever so well to come back in. I think he has to come back a, be- bat- back a better player than when he was mm. playing before. Oh, yeah. I, he just seems a lot more... I mean, when he was first in goal, I was never very confident because I always know he's quite prone to mistakes. Admittedly, was against Reading when he spilled the ball mm. and that yeah. nearly, very nearly went in the yeah. bottom corner. But, I mean, he more than made up for it on a... Yeah. New Year's Day, he was fantastic. Yeah, I know I've been quite critical of him um, in the last sort of few months because I don't think he's had a partic- I don't think he had a particularly strong calendar year, especially when you sort of see how kind of well we did into Kushak last year, and also into Martinez to a certain extent. I thought we did. I thought he kind of was growing into a role. I think it took him a few games to sort of re- kind of acclimatise himself back into a team and it might be actually a level of match fitness and mm. I know goalkeepers don't do a lot of running or whatever you know I think but I think there's probably that mental sharpness and again that's probably why he's kind of made he makes a couple of mistakes mm. so the Reading one's a perfect example but Reading didn't have a lot of shots on target and a lot of them were either blocked by defenders or they kind of went through and just missed them but one of the few ones which did make it on target, he lost his concentration that split second. And, you know, we've all seen enough blooper reels to see that goes in, mm. you know, quite a lot of the time. But he responded well and he did well against Charlton and he did exceptionally well against Brighton. Mm. And hopefully sort of a couple of good performances now. He's probably going to be quite busy on Saturday against West Ham. Mm. Um, you know, that should kind of almost give him more confidence to push on, hopefully. Interesting on stats. Brighton had 19 shots against Wolves. Only six were on target. Mm. Which is surprising given, especially the second half, the amount of <laughs> defence we had to put up. Wolves, um, I haven't written it down, but I remember that Wolves had six shots and four of them were on target. Yeah, I think Clinical. that's... I was yeah. going to say, I think that's... <laughs> a, yeah, efficient. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's something like, I think if you look through Jackets sort of rain at Wolves, we have been quite a... I was going to say efficient's the right word and almost kind of... Like actually, we have less chances, but we try and create chances that we're most likely to score. Mm, So you won't see Wolves taking a lot of shots from 25 yards out Mm. because, A, we don't have a lot of players who are probably that great from that range. But it's also kind of almost wasted possession because, uh, say, what, 19 shots, if half of those are outside the box, you know, so many of them aren't going to trouble the goalkeeper unless you're exceptionally good from that range. This is what I was going to pick up on. Actually, I did notice during more during the Brighton game, but also against um, who else did we play for Christmas? Uh, Reading and Charlton. 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 Um, the Reading game. We are restricting teams to a lot of long shots at the moment. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's, we are playing very deep, and they can't get the ball into the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're having so many shots, but a lot of them are going flying over the bar into the crowd. Yeah. So we are doing that very well. 
Yeah, I mean, I think for defence, I mean, I kind of choked earlier about sort of digging a trench on the edge of the 18-yard box. But they, you know, they did set up a great defensive wall. And they did, you know, it wasn't like they had too many sort of threaded through balls at that point. And you kind of need that kind of defensive unit if you've been on quite a poor run. And, you you know, I think Jacket really has just gone back to basics and got almost your two banks of four in and all those other cliches. And then... You know, hopefully you can nick a goal on the break, really. Mm. Um, did anyone else play well? I've got K-Mac and Cody written down. Cody nearly mm. had a, a stormer of a goal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which would been a classic Cody long-range goal. Um, I thought I said K-Mac I thought played well. I think mm. he's been kind of doing quite well of late, mm. actually. I think feels like the system's slightly changed, I think. I think mm. sort of Edward seems to be... I think everyone's kind of taken a step back defensively. So K-Mac's almost playing defensive midfield. And you've got Cody who's kind of push and you've almost got Edwards and Cody as a two I think a little bit more um, Edwards isn't so far at field mm. for me mm. I think that's kind of giving McDonald almost a little bit of a bit more freedom to kind of have and sort of I think it's kind of easier to see some of his extra defensive responsibilities mm. there um, yeah, Cody also played well yeah, Cody, do I guess that Price doesn't get an automatic return now which is funny given the fact that we always say Price yeah. needs to play but Cody's played alright last couple of games it can't be an automatic Hmm. Return from Sean. Yeah, I think he's put in a decent shift. To be fair, um, be interesting to see if he gets a game on Saturday. Yeah, West Ham. Mm. I'll be very game. interested to see what team he plays on Saturday. Mm. Will it be in a cup game? Um, <coughs> <Siggy>. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> only only a couple more minutes. Right? <laughs> 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 We're nearly there. He's got his notes. He's got Siggy, but lots of love hearts. <laughs> yeah. This is a bit in the podcast where people have just been skipping. No, not yet. Not <laughs> yeah. yet. No. Oh, too far. Too far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> But well, why don't we talk about the moment? No one really cares about the result. Yeah. Because around the 67 <laughs> minute mark, something remarkable happened. <laughs> something we didn't think would happen at all. It, you know, it, it, realistically, I don't think anyone at Fancast HQ or the diehard Sigi um, um, uh, fans thought this would actually happen. But um, Beyond Sigurdarsson made return, return to first team action 741 days since he last played. First team action for Wolves. Absolute scenes. <laughs> Siggy scenes. And he played all right. Mm. He looked quite yeah. sharp. I was going to say, we're talking about people who played well. I thought he had a really good, put in a really good shift. For someone who hasn't played football in, what, six months? Yeah. You know, ignore the fact that he was playing on the right wing. Yeah, which I'm getting worried that once again this is a wolf trade that you play yeah. people on the wing. But he he looked really sharp. There was a bit. He, he just controlled the ball well. There's a bit where he actually almost assisted a goal near the end for a phobie down the line. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But he looked good. Justifies, justifies well. everything <laughs> we've said. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> if you play. Yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking about this when he, because he was on the bench at Reading. Mm. And I think that sort of, I mean, that's, that was sort of started the embers going. And then, you know, the flames were through the roof on Saturday, on Friday. But I was thinking, if he makes it back into the first team, he has a strong second half to the season. Oh, What's round the corners? <laughs> the Euros, which Iceland are in. That's oh. true, yeah. Never know. Just so many seeds. <laughs> Just, I, we're get, I mean, we've technically lost a striker already mm. with 
Grant Holt. Oh yeah, Grant Holt's gone back. Whether we lose a phobia or whether he stays or whatever, we kind of do need that reinforcement. And Absolutely. I think it's stupid not to look at someone who's already in mm. the ranks and who looks desperate to play. Who yeah. seems really keen to get back in the he team did. as well. Yeah. Given, given his weakness in an interview with Wolves, the the feeling you got from it was not only he, he looks like he will be given a chance, mm. despite the fact that beforehand it seems like he comes back and then goes out straight away. But he seemed quite eager yeah. to come back. He seemed quite happy to be back in the squad again. He's probably, he's probably in quite a good place mentally or emotionally. Mm. He's probably grown up a lot as well. Because yeah. I mean, he's still quite young. 24, is he? Yeah. He joined as a as someone who was fairly young. Um, and, you know, it's cliches. But, you know, it's it, first time in a different country and all of that. And he, probably, he was almost certainly a bit homesick, um, you know, when he first moved back to Scandinavia. And it's not really worked out 100% for him. Is there a cynical part of it that makes you think that perhaps, like Kevin Doyle, yes. we're just going to use him until the end of the season, and then his contract ends? Is his contract yeah. up in the summer? It is, yeah. That's, you, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just save, let's just sink in all as much Siggy as we can. No. Well, he, either way, he's got to be pretty keen to play well. He's either playing mm. for a future at Wolves or he's playing for a future somewhere else. Yeah. I, I'd imagine now he's back in England he'd rather probably I don't know but pro- I imagine he'd probably rather stay in the English Leeds because that's well, but there's been, no, the there's been no talk from the club about him going has there there's no, been no, no sort of indications mer- yeah, yeah which true. I think you know I think even if sort of on the Twitter account from sort of that you know they're all saying you know it's great to have him back mm. and all that kind of stuff and I don't think they'd be doing that if they thought he was just there to gain some yeah. max fitness to then bid mm. him off to somewhere else. Which is what, which is something that surprised me even more about it. I yeah. okay, we all kind of have this little thing about Siggy, and we all we have uh, all, like yeah. him. And but genuinely, I thought, yeah, he's coming back, but that he's, he'll be gone in a couple of weeks. Mm. This is what's excitedly surprised me more about it. That it genuinely looks like he's actually back for a, mm. a while longer. I wonder whether, as um, hardcore Siggy fans, we could make the the church of Sigurd Arson and have T-shirts that says "I'm Bjorn again." I also have this thing that perhaps Siggy kind of knows that we like him this much, and he's probably completely petrified to ever ever you, meet us again. <laughs> do you think if he scores for Wolves in this half of the season, he'll celebrate by taking off his top and wearing the Fancast T-shirt? I think we have a game. Didn't we give him one? He'll have made his own. Yeah, or we'll just say thank you, fancast. That's why if we ever meet him again, I think we should, in a parody sense, really scare the crap out of him <laughs> by turning up with these T-shirts that say "I'm Bjorn again." Do you think he spent that much time in the rehabilitation room? He does have time to listen to the podcast now and again. Oh, he got to do in, something more. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. And in my mind, he does. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Let's set a challenge right now. If Siggy scores, he has to do a certain celebration, then we yeah. know he listens to the podcast. Okay, right. What celebration? Because we can't ask people to tweet it out because I'll tweet it to him. Yeah. It has to be something that he's he, we know he's listening to this. Yeah, what would he appreciate? So by the end of the podcast, while we're talking, <laughs> we've each had a call <laughs> with a certain celebration that Siggy has done. So we know he's listened to the whole thing. Yes. Or skips the end. But he's listened to the whole thing. Right. My attention's going to be waned in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back, back on to Brighton then. It was a smash and grab win. We're up to 11th now. The dizzy heights of 11th. We're only six points off playoffs. But it was... Okay, it wasn't the prettiest performance, but we beat Brighton away, which is a fantastic result. Given yeah. the fact that early in the season when we drew nil-nil, we were like, this is a great point. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we weren't beaten against them this season, but uh, against a team who are looking likely to go for, you know, promotional playoffs. And... Hmm. 
it, it's easy to underestimate that achievement because we played pretty crap and it mm. wasn't a very nice performance. And you know, I think credit where credit due to Jacket and the team for getting you know getting the win. And you know, we've got a week or so off league football now, and whether he plays a weakened team or a slightly different team on Saturday. We've kind of, we ha- we've had a run of three consecutive victories and not quite done for us. It's mm. moved us mm. from not in a relegation battle, but on almost the brink of one, to solid mid table where we could potentially look to push on towards the um, upper third of the table. So as it's the start of January, of course it's start of the January transfer window. The most kind of maybe annoying transfer window because. Nothing ever really Nothing happens. Really happens. No. Oh, you, you check in Twitter on, and there's all these rumours that then we signed this academy player from Wickham Wonders or something like that uh, for £10,000. But it's a, the start of the January transfer window. Um, and the big one will be uh, Benikafobi, the future yeah. of the England under-21 international. Will he stay or will he go? Will Jez cash in or cash out? It's betting cash out, isn't it? Yeah. Ray Winston, over yeah. There. Just, uh, yeah. Give us I gamble option. responsibly. <laughs> that's that's the worst impression in the world. Um, <laughs> there's a rumor about Derby for six million. I'm sure there was a rumor today. Palace, was Palace. Mm. they need a striker. So. Mm. They can uh, stop seeing our best players. Yeah, yeah. for one. So no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on Palace, Sacco, um, is he not playing at all for it's them? On the bench at the moment. Mm. Um, Very odd that he had a storm when he started for them. I think he picked up an injury. He did get injured um, for a bit, yeah. My fancy league team. <laughs> First player this year. Oh, yeah. First player. Um, so with Benikafobi, do we think that perhaps he will stay this month and perhaps get a, a move in January in the summer? Because it, it does seem likely that he's probably going to go given the ownership situation we can get a bit of dough for him. What do we think? I don't think he's going anywhere this month, to be honest. We'd be, we don't need to sell him now. Mm. He doesn't need to go anywhere now. If anything, I think we'll probably hold on to the summer and... If we aren't, if we don't miraculously go up, I think he'll probably go to one of the promoted teams. Mm. So I think we're safe for the moment. It's a bit, it's a bit weird with him, isn't it? Because his form isn't the best yeah. at the moment, so that's going to put his price tag down. So Wolves, I guess, if someone comes up with a ridiculous amount of money, Wolves are going to look at it and go, "Are we actually going to get this in the summer?" Because it could be even, let's say, Wolves are offered eight million by some great chance in, in January, but if he still continues to be indifferent. And Wolves are offered four million for him. But the, the thing so, is, he's, it's it's not him who's indifferent. It's the way he's been played this season, mm. isn't the last well, the last few months anyway. Just looks so it, isolated. Exactly. Him. I mean, last year, he's, him and Dick up from Sack on the wing, he was banging in the goals yeah. for fun. But because he's been playing um, the lone striker, he's never going to score as many goals. Does as Jack said it's today in interview. Anymore? Yeah, that's a problem. It's true, yeah. and it's a funny analogy, but it's it's true. Yeah. He <laughs> and also, I guess playing with, with Dicko, I know at the start of the season, Dicko, before he got injured, wasn't really the best of form, but it's almost competition. Mm. It's all, you are kind of squaring up to see who is the better striker, and it's almost pushing you forward. Whereas yeah. a phobia as a lone striker is just like, yeah, I'm on my own. Hmm. But he's got no one pushing him for his place in the team, really. No, I mean, yeah, well, that's <laughs> now he has. <laughs> Do you think after Friday he's thinking, I've got to get my act together now? <laughs> Fancast might turn on me. Being in the Fondra, you know, I think he was always a third striker, maybe, but yeah. he's not really pushing um, putting trees up to be push, push, pushing him. You know, the same thing sort of happen, I mean, happens with lots of players, but I mean, especially at Wolves. I mean, look at James Henry, whose performances have dropped a bit. When Van La Parra left, or mm. you know, because he's got none really mm, true. pushing him for his place. 
cough Siggy. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Siggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we'll probably sell him. Hmm. Um, I mean, he might have. It sounds a bit ludicrous, but he might have borderline aspirations of trying to make it to the Euros, hmm. which, okay, it's it's a very long shot for him. But let's say he moves to someone like Palace, who are a fairly decent team, and he knows he's going to get played in a team that, you know, has got goals in them, and he can get 12 goals. You know, if he can sort of get, I don't know, 10 goals in the second half of the season for a Premier League team, and someone, let's say, I don't know, like Jamie Vardy drops in form... Is there anything really to suggest that mm. he couldn't kind of push, you know, or you know, or at least make it to like a provisional thirty-five man squad mm. or anything like that? Um, I love to know the odds for a phobie for Euro twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. put a queen on it. I know it's it's just sort of a you know that's probably where his mm. that's where his head's at, and he he obviously wants to play the highest level he can do. I think if he's going to go to anyone, it will be a it will be a London style mm. South mm. East club. Mm. That's why I don't, and you know, I think Norwich probably wouldn't have been the right move for him. When I saw that Palace were in for him, I did think I could see that working, you know, because mm-hmm. they're sort of they play deep, they play decent football, and they need a decent front man. Even Derby yeah. would annoyingly work, <clears throat> yeah, because he would be the main man, he would get the service, and you could see him scoring a blitz for oh, them, yeah. And it's guaranteed, it is technically. Guaranteed Premier League football next season. Yeah. I, 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 I know Derby have screwed up so many times for years, but I, I kind of get the feeling. Yeah. I also kind of get the feeling they will probably do it this year. Yeah. Um, signings in at the moment. Zyro. Is it Zyro or Zero? With Zero, apparently. Oh, zero. zero. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my Zero. Because <laughs> oh, we were worried that, well, because we were kind of having a bit of fun with, you know, Zyro and no Zyro, no party, and, yeah, you know, yeah. all the Alan Partridge ones. And I thought, Oh, well, his name isn't pronounced Zyro, it's pronounced Zero. Wait a Send second, I can, do <laughs> I can do more puns on that. Um, uh, Michael uh, or Mike Williamson seems likely, but nothing's been ironed out so far. Where else do you think Wolves need to uh, strengthen this transfer window? Up front? If I said everywhere, without <laughs> trying to sound like it, you know... Um, I don't think we particularly need a goalkeeper. I think we need another centre-back in of <clears throat> decent quality, whether that's Williamson or someone else of at least championship But if level. I can find it, as you can talking, we were linked to oh, with the Bolton, Bolton defender. David? I think David. so. I don't know how you pronounce it. Let's, uh, oh, yeah. Let's he's, check the old no, uh, he's not that great. Twitter and retweeters. Da, 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 da. Uh, it's gone now, but yeah, it's a Bolton defender. Yeah, it's it on like... Do- is it Dorian, Dorian Devee? Yeah, Dor- yeah. yeah. yeah he's, um, nah. I don't particularly rate him, so potentially a new left back. Um, or well, is it Dean Moxie Bolton as well? That we've had Dean Moxie linked yeah. to his left yeah. back, yeah. yeah. Basically, um, any Bolton player because of the yeah. situation. Yeah, that's true. So, a central defender, a striker. So, a striker. Do we need midfielders because we, we've got so much bulk yeah. in, in, in midfield? Yeah, central midfield, I think we're pretty stocked, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. Wings, because I guess Zyro's, I, I, Zero sorry, is coming. Yeah. And Van der Parra's back now as well. Yeah. Or is he? Or is he? Or is he? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm, right. I'm not trying to say Looking that. Looking at anticipation. Wink, wink. Where you going? Where you going? Or is he? I was thinking, is, is he a player? Welcome to the new <laughs> fancast fund here. Rosie Van der Parra. I love it if Van der Parra's on this practice. This show because half the people on here would just be going, Oh, you're amazing, and half you're an absolute 
Um, but yeah, we don't know about Van Lampera. Um, other people have come out. Lee Evans is obviously back off his loan. Roe, Savile, McAlinden. He's not had the best time at uh, no, the Shrewsby. No. speed. He's male, but I know he's male's been injured and he's mm. got to get his fitness back up. Can we see any of those sticking around for the rest of the season? Apart from Van Lampera? I can't see any of them really kind of touching the first team, to yeah. be honest. Apart from Van Lampera... Um, Maybe Rowe, if we get injuries, possibly yeah, for him at left back. That's yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it though. Um I mean I think Edwards probably needs to be replaced in that front line, whether he's with another striker or a better attacking midfielder. But I think if you're getting an attacking midfielder, he'll be like zero or zero or whoever, and it'll be someone who can play on the wings mm. but can potentially play in the middle rather than a midfielder who can play up there. Mm. Because we you say we've got so many of them in the squad, I mean I can't see us getting a sort of an actual centre centre midfielder if you catch my drift. What's happened to Wallace as well? Wallace has oh, yeah. gone off the radar. Oh yeah. He could do with him. <laughs> I was trying to think, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was thinking, who's this Wallace? Oh I could Rod Wallace? No. No. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously Ojo yeah. is just yeah. completely off. I know he's got he's been on the bench recently, mm. but he, he surely he'll be back at Liverpool I can imagine sometime so. soon. They want him playing every week, really, don't they? Somewhere, mm, yeah. go on, learn somewhere. We get a game every week. Well, I think I was, I was kind of reading something when Jurgen Klopp first came to Liverpool. He came to watch Wolves play, and he was like, he was like bewildered that wait, we've got players out on loan and they don't play because in Germany mm. you loan someone out and they're in the first team. It doesn't matter really matter what level they are. It's like he's he's, he's at that club. But he's just sat on the bench all day. What's the point of him being there? Mm. So I can't imagine him... It's a good point, really, isn't he, thinking about yeah, it? You could yeah. do that at Liverpool, in the reserves or yeah, the 21s yeah. or whatever. There's no, there's no real need for him at that point. No. Um, I mean, Jordan's pretty much nailed that left-wing position now. Um, we've got Zero, who I've never actually... I don't think I've seen I know him. nothing of him. I think we might see any surprise exits this window, unless it's a phobie. I'd be interested. I don't think he'll go, but I'd be interested to see if any, if sort of anyone sort of shouts out about the author. Mm. Mm. Because he is highly rated, mm. and he's sort of pushing in the England under twenty ones this year. And although he hasn't been as on top this year as he was last year, and I don't think his form's dropped actually, particularly from last year. But yeah. I think the euphoria around him. Oh, yeah, it was more because he was a breakout star last yeah. year, and he's just yeah. consistently performing so mm. much that you just he, he not drifts into the wilderness, but you don't concern don't yourself think, yeah. because yeah. he just plays to his, his best ability. Well, I don't think I've ever seen him have a really really bad game. I mean, he still makes sloppy errors and he still can't cross a football. But um, I I would be interested to see if sort of any team kind of comes in for him or whether sort of he has a decent six months and then people look at him in the summer mm. if they're a newly promoted team. Mm. <clears throat> apart from that, I don't. It's going to sound harsh, but apart from Graham, I don't think anyone else has actually really been good enough to. Mm. Am I getting it wrong in my head that would he be the same position as Tyrone Means at Bournemouth? Or is it the wrong side? No, it's the right side. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering yeah, Bournemouth, but I guess. Oh no, it's the other side. Sorry. Ah right, okay. So I don't have to. I was thinking of Tyrone Means. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to worry. Um, so January then, it'll be quite an interesting month, won't it? Well, I'm sure every single podcast is rumours, rumours, rumours. I was going to say, we've almost certainly just done our business for the summer, haven't we? So yeah. Before the window started, and that'll be yeah. it, won't yeah. it? And I think the rumour for Williamson, if it happens, was a quarter of a million. Which And I think zero, the rumour for that one was 350. Which I think, I'm sure when he was first linked, and I'm sure it was 18 months ago, mm. it was about one and a half million. Oh, how much left is on this deal then for us to get him for that then? 
God, no. I mean, I, I'm guessing there's a reason why the deal has taken. Mm. I mean, it's le- it must be at least since I'm sure last January he was linked, mm. as well as in the summer, and I'm sure it was. Uh, I'm sure it was about a million. So for us to knock off that much, either his deal's ending or, you know, Jez Moxley's worked his magic again. That's a good price for Williamson. Yeah. Of course, yeah. a million. That's good business. You can I mean, I'm guessing that would be probably a two-year contract, wouldn't it? And I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Mm. You know, considering how well he did for us, in you know, like what five games or whatever it was, you know, you, I think you know you do need a bullet sometimes, and you pay even though he is a bit older. You've got to buy that. Quite, you've got to buy quality at some point. Yeah. Whether you know, rather than a twenty-year-old academy prospect from. Villa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan Brown. That was no offence to you because you've turned out to be really good. And but it, you get my drift. And it's shown that Wolves have spent a bit of money despite the... I know yeah. in, in the Championship, technically, 600k is, is nothing. And that could be leftover money from other sales. Yeah. But it's still shown that despite the ownership thing, we, we have spent a bit of money. It may be there slightly, mm. which is good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to remember sort of back to the AGM and I don't understand sort of the... Uh, maths or the accounts well enough but I'm sure it's Wolves are in quite a healthy financial position mm, even yeah. though like, we've kind of suffered that double relegation and came back up again and there is cash reserves there's like mm. plenty of cash reserves for Wolves to dip into like wage bills has gone down a hell of a lot since oh, the yeah, summer yeah. So I was going to Doyle say, and Sacco yeah, yeah well that's the thing gone. I mean but what was Doyle sort of still on about 40 grand a week when he left you would have thought that. so so even yeah. in so in six months he's left you know that probably covered more than covers um Signing a player, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ron, Roger Johnson's back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just after Wolves have played Charlton oh, as well. Uh, Charlton for a 18 month deal. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he playing in India? He was. Like last month. They're, they're like Man of the Match Awards, I think, or Player of the Month Awards were called uh, Play Handsome. And he got he got one. He got like a play handsome award. Wow, oh, good for him. Play handsome, and yeah. if they played handsome in this country, Siggy would win every week. Yeah. <laughs> so on Saturday, it's a break from the league, and it's one of the best dates on the football calendar. It's FA Cup third round weekend. Yeah, love it, absolutely love it. And Wolves take a trip to uh, West Ham away at the Berlin the, the Berlin ground. Sorry, Berlin. yeah, Berlin. It's on the uh, way trip, Germany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be nice to say that we were one of the last teams to play there. Cause, yeah. yeah, who else yeah. is regretting for getting to buy a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, West Ham with the Hammers, as we know, sixth in the Premier League at the moment with thirty-two points. Um, do you think there could be a top six challenger this year? Because they seem to be, they seem to be in the same position last season, and they seem to completely mm. falter. But I kind of get the, the feeling that this West Ham under Bilic isn't going to falter. I mean, they seem to have a fit Andy Carroll, which mm-hmm. on his day is lethal. And I mean, he's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm. But if we'll you... talk about that in a bit as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you get the ball to him as he showed on Saturday, mm. you know, if you play a ball into the box, he's going to get it in yeah. back of the net. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got so many other options. I mean, Payet um, was standout for them for the first sort of six weeks of the mm. season. And, you know, they've got players like Saka, who's, also, who's injured, mm. but... You know, they seem to have a decent amount of squad depth at the moment. Antonio, who had a man of the match winning performance, and uh, Tuna won uh, against Liverpool, Lanzini, yeah. Song on the bench as well. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I, I'm scared about Poyo playing against yeah. us. He could tear some of our he's, blades he's, to he's only just come back, hasn't he? He's been injured for a while. Is his first game back the weekend? Matter. It doesn't matter, does yeah. it? Matter? I'm just trying to make yeah. myself a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about saying, thinking. 
No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the almighty clash of David versus Goliath at the weekend. Andy Carroll versus Danny Bart and Ebanks Landell. That is going to be a matchup, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you have to use both of them to mark Andy Carroll. Yeah. I think on Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's the right month as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very topical. I was going to say, I was gonna say, you say that, I can imagine uh, Danny Bart and Ebanks Landell taking him down quite a lot. Yeah. It's Rudy! To a table. Um, what, uh, team-wise, do you think... But This is a type of tournament that West Ham could look at it and go, we could not only get quite far here, we could mm. win it with the type of squad mm. they've got. They're home. Do you think they might put half team out or do you think they might go full full strength? It's an odd, It's a hard one to decide yeah. or evaluate. I mean, I think the fortunate thing about this fixture for any team is that it's always scheduled in the calendar. Mm. So it's not like an extra game mm. because you know you're always going to have to play that. And it's not like you've got a game on a Tuesday or whatever unless you're sort of in the Capital One Cup. So you shouldn't really have to rest players in theory because they're professional athletes. I can see him playing a fairly senior team, mm. but I think it'll probably have, I think it'll like be 75%. Mm. So it'll probably be like players on the bench who are mm. kind of second string, of which I cannot remember any West Ham players apart from their first team. Well, but. from what I remember doing my research, I think Jenkinson was on the bench. Yeah. He's all right. Will he play though? He's been cup tied. Oh, that'd ah, be, yeah. I guess, I guess he won't be allowed to, will they? I don't know. Being on loan from Arsenal, yeah. I guess. Thank he... God they decide. I don't know the FA rules. No. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> it leads on to Wolves. Then you know, do do Wolves look at this and go, can we try try and make a, a run for it this time, like we always say, or do they try and give it a chance to give people a a breath of fresh air? If I, if I were Kenny, jacket, yeah, then um, <laughs> I, I'd just say, let's just have a go. Mm. I like Why not? Said, if I was Kenny, like I was Kenny Rogers, or <laughs> just clarifying the jacket. Kenny jacket. Jacket. Yeah, yeah, I'd have a go. I mean, yeah. ideally, it's where we want to be, the Premier League. Yeah. So if we can't beat them now, yeah, what's the point? Not, yeah. We may as well have a go and just see what happens. I mean, it could be a, a catalyst to kickstart our season, much yeah. like it did when we beat Newcastle all the years yes. ago, what and all happened there. Scenes. So that was scenes, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if we can. It could be it could really kickstart our season. Think well if we can beat West Ham away, why can't we just go on and make a late push for the playoffs? Yeah, Let's I'd, go for it. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with you. I mean, as I said, we've got we haven't got like any sort of fixed congestion now. We've kind of got through the worst of it. We might as well play a full strength team because we want to be able to beat teams like West Ham no matter what team they're putting out. And yeah, they're you know in the, t- the tier above us, but. I'd rather we lose with a full strength team than rather just go half cop with it with, I don't know, um, a weakened team with sort of, I don't know, Lafondre up front by himself, if you know what I mean. I'd rather we go f- um, all out at it and put all our best players, you know, right in the transfer window, you know. Mm. It'll be interesting if a phobie plays. I was just <laughs> yeah. about to say. I hadn't thought that. about that until just then. That could be an interesting one. So if he doesn't play, that what does that tell you? Rumour mill. Yeah. yeah. He's going. They're selling him. <laughs> to be fair, Moxie out. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I don't. I, I'd like to think he'd still play. I mean, it, it is you know it is a cut game and everything, but I can't imagine saying, "Well, I might be moving, so I'm going to sit this one out." I think that would be incredible. You know, I think mm. I'd want him to go at that point if he was at that sort of... Hennessy-esque attitude. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, do you think Zero might uh, make a start or perhaps a, a sub, a sub appearance? So. Yeah, yeah, Because so. I think I think he'll probably end, I think he'll definitely play Henry. Um, and I can't imagine him dropping Graham. Mm. So unless he and he won't drop Edwards either because we need, you know, we need his work rate in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, he might. I reckon he'll come on for like the last thirty seconds of the game and be really confused about what's happening. <laughs> and then at the end, we'll get a Siggy winner. Yeah. yeah. He'll be in the crowd, I reckon, if he did that. It's just... There will be a place in the Wars Museum forever, <laughs> a shrine to that glorious afternoon. Um, so, uh, predictions for uh, West Ham at this moment in time. I'm looking forward to the break, to be honest, for once, and the fact that we are playing a Premier League team. But if we're 2-0 down after five minutes, and we're like, great, this mm. the, the sign of things to come. Um, so predictions for West Ham away in the uh, FA Cup third round. Robert Fletcher, I going for. I'm going to be a slightly ambitious and go Ooh. one all one and get all. a replay. Oh. Yeah, that would happen. This I didn't think. Yeah. Yeah. boring Monday night replay. Yeah, on, yeah. and then we get thumbs up on we... you instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you reckon we'd be on Sky if we got the replay? I know it's literally depending on every other game. Yeah, likely but, depending you know, on the chance I, of it. Yeah, so I can't imagine we're too many games away from being on. No, uh, being on. Their TV. I mean, we haven't been on TV enough, have we? No, 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 no. We haven't been on terrestrial TV enough, I yeah. think. You know. Do you find it weird when, when you're on terrestrial TV, there's more of a buzz about it? I know that sounds... Yeah. Oh, do you remember when we played Birmingham in the FA Cup replay? Oh, God, that was a at, at home, which was a terrible game. But because it was on ITV, there seemed to be some really weird buzz yeah. about the fact... You know, we can be on Sky every week, but when we're on terrestrial... If we're on BBC, for example... It's like, oh, we're on BBC, what's going on? The whole country can watch you then. Yeah. Everyone's got terrestrial TV, so you know if we lose, we're going to look even worse yeah. than we're over on Sky. Yeah. That's why I didn't want us to play Salford City. Yeah, yeah that's I, true. I, I, yeah, yeah. We would have lost that. that. <laughs> um, so one all, Richard Hobbs, what are you going to go for? Go- 2-1 West Ham. 2-1 West Ham. I'm going to go for the very ambitious... 4-1 West Ham. <laughs> I genuinely believe that it might turn a bit ugly hmm. on Saturday. It's going to be interesting because West Ham haven't been a great cup team in no, recent no. years. And that might change into Billich because he seems to be really good on one-off ga- not one-off games. But his best games have been against the big teams in the league hmm. from what I've seen. So like they've done a double over Liverpool. It seems to be all like all the games in between. They're a bit patchy. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how you know how he sets up his team and how much he really wants it. But I think I've got a horrible feeling on a one-off get on one-off games. Mm. So like um, England in two thousand and seven when we played Croatia mm. and Bilic was manager. Yeah. You know, I think I think he likes the occasions. But whether playing Wolves is a big enough occasion. Or whether sort of it being the FA Cup will kind of help him. I can't really see this winning, but you know, there's still time for a Siggy goal. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the one. That'll yeah. be one goal yeah. for one. An 89th minute Siggy tapping. <laughs> I can just imagine a fan has to wear, I don't care if it's <laughs> It's Siggy time. Um, so before we do the, the Siggy celebration right at the end, does anybody have any crazy bets for 2016? Anything they want to say now? Really outlandish that we can listen to at the end of 2016 to see whether they were right, whether they're completely wrong. Any crazy bets? Crazy, crazy, cray, cray, as the kids say. We are, are we keeping this walls related? <laughs> we, yeah, we're going to keep it walls related. Um, Scott Goldblum will shave his hair. 
He'll get a haircut. Mom shaped He'll get rid of the high top. I reckon he'll get rid of the high top. Okay, so Scott uh, Goldborn. I'm, I'm looking at Fevis about, you know, but we'll give it a go. High top. Uh, Rob, any, any thoughts for crazy bets? I'll go slightly more conservative and say I think we'll have a new owner by the end of the year. Ooh, Ooh interesting. I don't know anything. We can see oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My crazy bet. What crazy bet can I have for 2016? My crazy bet is, I'm really elongated here, trying to think of one, um, <laughs> is that, right, I'm going to kind of slightly elaborate on Rob's crazy bet. Okay. Right, and this might really make a lot of people unhappy. My crazy bet is, um, I will confirm the ownership, I'll raise you a renamed or extended modern new name by the end of the year. So a sponsored modern new stadium okay. by the end of the year. I think with a new oh. owner, mm. could yeah. happen. Especially if it's a foreign one. Yeah, they yeah. do like that, don't they? Get ready for the Aston Millini Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Right, uh, see your celebration. To see, to, so we know that he has listened and he, he has done the celebration. What are we going for? I've got my input, gentlemen. I shall uh, pass the floor to you first. I do have one. It's not a particularly great one, but in Iceland, I think from memory. Oh, native, I like this. It's yeah. a native one. They do carve quite a lot of canoeing down the fords. I know fords are a bit more of a Norwegian thing, but they can't do a lot on um, canoes. So I think when he scores, he's got to sort of go to the court, like, he's got to slide off, sort of on his butt, and then kind of do a bit of a canoe celebration. And okay. it's it's a bit weird thing to do, but I think you'll recognise it yeah. when he does it. That's what I was going for. Rather than an elaborate celebration, <laughs> it's got to be something that you go, hang on, we know. Fancast knows. <laughs> so yeah, I think doing a like a canoe celebration. So a canoe celebration in the corner, yeah. Rob. Well you can do it anywhere on the pitch, okay. just it's usually corner. Or could you use a corner flag. Yeah. Oh yes! It's got to use a corner flag. It'll fit But you'll get a you'll get a card for that, right? Yeah, yeah, just... And <laughs> <laughs> what's your point, Dave? <laughs> Rob, see your celebration. I'm gonna go for his in a tribute to his new hair. He's okay. got to walk, well, go to the fans and just simply ruffle his own hair. Even though that might, okay. that might risk ruining that perfectly gelled over to the side look. That would truly prove he's a fan cast fan. Very good. Oh. I'm going for that kind of rodeo, that, that rodeo dance where you pretend you've got the rope yeah. and, you, 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 and you, you bring them in. But then obviously this other player has to join in. I was going to say, who would the other player be? Would it be the sort of player who assisted him? Or anyway, would it be it, you up it, in the... <laughs> what the, the whole side yeah. like, <laughs> it can be any player he's got to do the whole thing where he turns around does the rope over the air flies over a player and brings him in drinks okay. legs him in and obviously bonus points for the player to take part and actually do I that think yeah. yeah the player's got to do like little jumps hasn't he too. it still counts if he does it with no one there <laughs> <laughs> but it would work even better if the player there so a uh, Siggy celebration hopefully if he scores and he's actually listened um, we'll know we will yeah. know. We'll know to that point. And that's where we'll leave it. That's the uh, first podcast of 2016. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook, Wolves Fancast. Email WolvesFootballFancast at gmail.com. We like getting emails, as I say, they're like letters when you were little. Uh, and website WolvesFancast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at OperaCreative.com. And we'll be back next week to talk West Ham and Fulham, I believe. 
on yeah. Tuesday night. The return. Yeah, fancast recording on Wednesday. It will be. Yeah. It's the return of Richard Stearman, everybody. Ooh, back at Molyneux. Who should get a very good reception yeah. to the Molyneux faithful. So it'll be very interesting. Uh, so for this week, it's bye from Rob. I'd just like to quickly use this opportunity to say congratulations to Dave yeah. on his big news before Christmas, if you didn't hear. Yeah, new addition to the Fancaster yeah. troops this year. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. And That's now we'll have Sonia Winch less than Reed, more than Reed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm sorry, Reed. On that, on that note also, congratulations to Luke Thompson, yeah. who got engaged on yes. Christmas Day yeah. of all yeah. days, stealing everyone's thunder <laughs> by doing that. So congratulations to... Uh, the miss, uh, Mr. And the to be, Mrs. Yang Yang Lu. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations. So, once again, thank you, Rob, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye from Rich. Bye, everyone. And it's what from me. See you next week. the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. When I had a boyfriend, did you think that we were sexually active? I sure didn't. I had to be naked. No, completely butt naked? My shoes on. Happy Mother's Day. I'm Nikki Levy and welcome to Don't Tell My Mother. Don't Tell My Mother is where celebrities like Adam Rippon, Constance Zimmer, Zainab Johnson, and Emily Hampshire tell true stories they'd never want their moms to know. And then they tell their moms. I would get up early and look at porn. You knew that. Yes. <laughs> you had your diary underneath the pillow. You read my diary? I did. <laughs> Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother wherever you get your podcasts. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't. A-cast, 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 A-cast recommends. recommends.